listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John Pemby here with James Grande recording for the Christmas Day five-game main slate. James, this is uh, maybe one of the biggest slates of the year in terms of tournaments. DraftKings giving us a million-dollar contest there. FanDuel also having their Christmas Day spectacular matchup, uh, or contest rather, they have the Santa Slam putting 100K up top. They have the uh, NBA Snowball giving you 250 up top so these are some of the biggest tournaments we're going to see in the nba and it's kind of a wild slate to do it because it starts at noon and it ends with dallas utah that starts at 10 30 we're living in a world of covid where guys are ruled out at the drop of a hat unexpectedly like we saw last night with detroit like 30 minutes before lock three of their five starters basically just boom yep. gone see you later so uh, with the other two already hurt and they're already hurt so right so like this was this is maybe as unpredictable of a slate we could possibly have for a game for a slate that is spread over ten and a half hours in which a million dollars could be awarded to somebody. So I'll start this off by saying if you're playing on this slate, turn on your notifications for Woj, turn on your <laughs> notifications for Shams, turn on your Discord notifications for James and I, and give yourself a roster flexible because there is going to be a really good chance that you're going to be sitting down having your Christmas dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever you're doing. And you may have to make lineup adjustments or on the fly here. So just be ready, be prepared, be aware, but there's a good chance to make some money here. This five, five game slates, James, this is what we talk all the time, right? Like five to eight, that's like the wheelhouse in terms of player pool. We saw last night with the 11 game slate where you, know, you might be on the right guy, but nine other guys are doing mm-hmm. the same thing of the guy that you're playing. And it kind of, we saw astronomical scores last night, over 400 points on DraftKings, which you almost never see. Uh, like 460 points is winning on, on FanDuel last night. With these smaller slates, it's unlikely to see scoring that. Also, this is a slate that is full of the stars. We have like 11, 12 players, over $10,000 on on, on DraftKings as well. Some of those guys are ruled out already, but it's a pretty wild slate and uh, you can make a lot of money on it. Definitely a wild slate, John, first and foremost. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah, and Merry Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas happy, happy holidays to the rest of FA Nation as well. We appreciate you guys, all those that read and subscribe and comment and listen to the podcast and all of that stuff. We appreciate you all and hope you have a great holiday. But yeah, everything you, I'll just echo everything you said. It's a crazy slate. Man, 8 o'clock is the Brooklyn Lakers game, and then we have to wait two and a half hours to know if Chris Stapp's Porzingis is going to play in the late-night hammer. That's currently a 12-point spread. It's going to be a fun day of basketball. I wish football and Big Brother wasn't trying to steal our room. Like, you have your own room. You have Sunday. You don't need to steal our room. Like, you're the Big Brother already. We know. Like, just let us have our day. Because, of course, football has a two-game slate on Christmas now as well. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this slate. Hopefully, we get some stars back from COVID. Kevin Durant being the main guy. Uh, hopefully, we get to see him and LeBron duke it out. I think that's probably been basketball's biggest rivalry in the last, what, 10 years? Durant versus LeBron. Even though they don't dislike each other, the play is seemingly just always at its peak. When those two guys are on well, the LeBron floor together. Well, LeBron feels kind of a job out of an NBA title there because the Warriors sure. basically bought LeBron, bought Durant to beat the Cavs that year. So, well, LeBron also did that to the rest of the league when he went made to Miami. His decision and went to Miami. <laughs> so, I mean, don't tell that to the Dallas Mavericks. I, 
Shout out Dirk. Shout out uh, the Jet Terry. Yeah, yeah, yep, true. Yeah, hopefully we get all the star power back for Christmas. Obviously, we're going to have a lot of guys out. We know Luca's out. Trey Young is not in COVID protocol. Like, hopefully some of these guys can return so we can maximize the Christmas slate. But either way, like you said, five games, wheelhouse. And we have all the spreads, John. All the spreads. And they said, here, Merry Christmas. Here's some. <laughs> who, who knows if they're going to be correct because who knows who's going to play based on uh, who's in and out in COVID, but Atlanta, New York, five and a half point spread, 211 Boston, Milwaukee, three point spread, uh, Milwaukee giving three, 219 at home. Maybe we'll get Giannis back. Who knows? Warriors, Suns, six point spread. Interesting there. The Suns are six point favorites at home. That has to do with the Warriors' COVID protocols, I imagine. Well, does it though? Because Phoenix has been blowing out Golden State this year, right? Didn't they? Uh, blow one I one? think okay. Golden State won, but I think it was Sands Devin Booker. If I'm remember, yeah, one and one. Okay. Phoenix won by eight, then Golden State won by. So they both won one. their home matchups, actually. Yeah, so they Phoenix, both won their home matchups. Yeah, so something to, something to note there. Two seventeen and a half in that game. The Lakers are one point favorites over the Nets. Two twenty three and a half. That's big wild. I would bet the Nets a hundred percent. I don't even with don't, it, even if Durant doesn't play. They have James Harden back. I don't know. What about the Lakers is making me think no, nothing. And then the late night hammer, everyone's favorite Christmas Day slate. That one that is gonna have the most viewership for sure. Dallas shout out Jay Hadley. I'm sure you're you're gonna be the only one watching at ten thirty. Mavericks Jazz. Yeah. I'm excited oh. for the Sterling Brown led Dallas Mavericks to uh True. Back to back double doubles, John. Right? Keep That's doubting. A- Keep doubting Sterling Brown, John. Keep doubting Sterling Brown. Yeah, who's doubting Sterling Brown DraftKings? Because he's actually, they dropped this price like 800 bucks. So he's he's $3,900. So, yeah, That's he's awesome. 47. So, yeah, DraftKings is doubting Sterling Brown. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, yeah, no, nobody, a spider, oh, God bless. You know, no one's going to watch you beat Dallas at 1030 on Christmas. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Except us DFS yeah, players who are going to be probably heavily invested in like Rudy Gobert versus Dallas. Yep. So, so it is right. So that's a two fifteen, a 12 point spread. So yeah, yep. it's a, just who, who knows. Right. So I think we're going to approach this podcast with the expectation that like some of these guys, maybe we're going to at least talk about the players that are out because they could be active. Except for those that are, we know are gone for injuries like Anthony Davis and whatnot, because yeah, who knows? Luca could come back if he's tested negative right or whatever we don't we don't know their vaccination statuses either but like there's potential for some of these players to come back so we'll discuss the theories as we go along here it's just five games we'll do our best again where we we can't predict the future unfortunately so we'll give the best analysis as we're also going to be having obviously the playbook out we're going to have the starting five out the value of all the content's going to be out for this slate early bright and early because it kicks off at noon so we'll do our best again to update it be in the discord with you guys to hopefully continue the winning we'll say we've had a good run here lately with playbooks and the lineup generator and everything like that so this should be another good slate for us. So, James, let's kick it off. Let's start it. We have Atlanta. We have New York in, in this game. I'm, do you want to go game by game or position by position? What should we do? I, I, I said game by game because I was looking at the point spreads. How do you want to? How do you want to go over this one? Either way, I mean, generally we're we've been doing the game by game on the smaller slate. So let's just stick with. Want to just do position by position? Sure. There? All right, we'll do position by position then. So a point guard here. Again, we have Curry coming off a huge night mm-hmm. against Memphis. He had 63 fantasy points. He hit that ceiling. Something that James and I had been talking a lot about lately about him not being able to do in the last matchup against Phoenix. He only had 38 fantasy points. He's only averaging 30 fantasy points in two games against Phoenix. Again, they got blown out in that first game um, against Phoenix earlier this year. 
He's 11-2. He's the third highest priced player on the slate and could potentially be the highest priced act on this slate. It's Steph. It's the bright lights. It's the holiday. All that being said, probably not going to play him. I mean, it's just, it, it. I think it's contingent on who's in and who's out because he gets a massive usage bump when Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins are off the floor. So if those guys are still in protocol, I think I think it is viable for tournaments. I mean, Damian Lee also entered protocol, and Andre Iguodala was injured. I'm wondering if he's going to play Christmas. We we don't know that, but he does have a knee ailment. So I think Curry is viable in tournaments, but that's really where the interest lies. He's going to see Chris Paul defense. He's going to see Mikael Bridges, and that's going to bother him because Mikael Bridges— is one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. So I do think Curry's viable, but I think it's Tormans. I think the next tier is probably next tier below is probably where most people are going to live. Though. I agree with you. Again, we're looking at DraftKings here. James Harden off COVID protocols. I know we're yes. waiting on the Kevin Durant news, but Harden's proven capable lately of being able to play with Durant as well. Uh, is a good sign. Uh, he's also only 10-7. There was uh, basically for the last 10 games, he's been over $11,000, and that's been a little bit of a tougher pill. But a 10-7, 50-plus fantasy point upside against the Lakers team, Russell Westbrook. Uh, again, I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights last night from the Lakers-Spurs game where it was basically on an offensive possession. The entire team didn't get back. LeBron went one on, and it wasn't until he shot the ball that we finally saw DeAndre Jordan like cross the half-court line. Just nobody cared on the Lakers team. They're 16 and 17. They're 16, 6 and 13 against the spread at home this year. I mean, like, they're just, they're just barely 500 at home. The Nets on the opposite side, 11 and 3 on the road. Again, we know that Durant may or may not be back here, but I mean, I, I definitely am big in James Harden here at 10-7. Of course, if Trey Young is active and not limited, I guess is the, is also sort of the, the question, though, I, I'm starting to hate coaches when they say the the guys are going to be limited. Any matchup against Kemba Walker is one you want to be part of. Uh, so if Trey Young is available for this game, he would be a, a very much lock and load play at 10-5. And then what do you what do you do with Westbrook? What what are your feelings here? Uh, he's 10K. He has given you 46, 46, and 44 the last three, so just below the 5x price point. But good matchup against Brooklyn potentially with no AD involved. Yeah, I mean, I love Harden. The Trey Young thing is interesting because he not only is in COVID protocol, he has an ankle injury too, right? So, right. like, we'll see if he plays. Yeah, he's definitely an option. I don't know. I think Westbrook is fine, but, like, I like the tier below him, so I don't know how much I'm going to get to him. I do think, like, if you want to play Westbrook, it's a little contrarian. I don't think many people will spend up for 10K Westbrook, just considering he hasn't given us 5X at that price in 10 straight games, right? right. Like, we have not gotten 10, 5X. 10 straight games. But on the flip side, as my son yells. Well, he um, agrees, obviously. He yeah. agrees. Yep. Yeah. I mean, right. That's like the Zeus bark of approval, right? It's true. We know he's ca- we know Westbrook is capable of 50, especially without Anthony Davis. So I think he's a contrarian play. I just like the next tier better. Like if there's no if there's no Giannis, I'm perfectly fine going to holiday. He's given us a really nice floor lately. I mean, yeah. 55, 56, 49, 48 fantasy points the last four games. He's really hit his stride. I don't, again, I keep saying this, and I, I like I get how good Chris Paul is, but uh, like he's just not doing it for me at this price. I want him below 8K. I'm not going to pay that, but I, I do think Jalen Brunson could be interesting. He got a price reduction he was 8500 he's now 7600 that's way more 
appealing to my to my eye. So I, I, I re- like that he's sort of playing anyways because because they, right. they don't have anybody. So that there's sure. I have some appeal there. Obviously hate the matchup, right? Anytime you're hate in Utah, Conley defense, Gobert at the rim, like there's a lot of a lot not to like. But then we saw it last night, like the Minnesota went in there and. Nearly won. They hung in there. Without you know, Towns. Had a Without game. Towns and Edwards. Yeah. So, I mean, anything's possible in the NBA. So, I won't totally uh, exclude him. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you some pass on that one as well. Other guards, I mean, do you pay the, the Patty Mills price if no Durant? I know Harden's back now. 7200 I mean. Probably not because we could just pay 6100 for Kemba Walker. Oh, right. Right. So, like, <laughs> that's like the next tier, right? Like, right. yeah, Schroeder. You have Conley, you have Kemba, you know, like it, it, obviously Kemba 44 actual, but like the man is pissed that he he's been pissed. benched, right? Like the last three games since re-entering the starting lineup here, 43, 41, and 70 fantasy <laughs> points, 29, 21, and 44 actual. He's out here being like, yeah, my knees are fine, coach. Like, let me get the run. 40 back-to-back 40-minute games. At some point, he's going to break because he's Kemba yeah. Walker. But yeah. I agree with you. Kemba Walker, whether Trey Young or doesn't Trey Young play, I mean, yes, yes. He's probably going to be one of the highest rostered players on this league. Yeah, he only got a $200, $200 price increase when they had all day to possibly do that, and they didn't. So yeah, it's pretty hard. Like, there's no rows. We don't know what's going to happen with the Knicks. They still have a bunch of guys in protocol. Like, we should, we're going to likely see the return of R.J. Barrett. Could we see quickly return? Maybe. Could we see McBride return? Maybe. But we'll have to see. If none of those guys are playing, I mean, it's lock and load Kemba Walker season. Yeah, 100%. It would be weird if those guys all came back and then they were just like, sorry, Kemba, out of the rotation. Good luck next year. All right. So anybody else? I mean, do you, I guess it's just because Kemba's the lock and load play here. But would you game theory play a Jordan Clarkson at $5,300 on, on, on DraftKings? Who plays point guard if Wright's out for Atlanta? Is it Skylar Mays? Is it what's their point guard situation look like if Wright can't go? It's I mean, so Sharif Cooper is also hurt. They have Sharif Cooper. I think he was placed in. Yeah, he was placed in protocol. So that would be the next option. Uh, I would assume it would just be Bogdan. They have Lance Stevenson who can play point guard It and Mays. It would be Mays. It would be Bogdan, Bogdan. It would be Lance Stevenson. So Lance is only a shooting guard. Bogdan Bogdan, though, is a point guard. So that's where I would probably go. He saw he went from 22 minutes, 28 minutes on a back to back. So I imagine a day of rest, he'll be over 30 minutes if the Hawks can't play, if none of these Hawks are eligible to play. So Bogdan Bogdan for sure. I like Gary Payton, 4,300. If none of the Warriors return, he started 30 fantasy points at 4,200. He only got a $100 increase. He'll play 30 minutes because they're all, they're all in the protocol as well. And then I guess it just depends on like what happens with Dallas. And I don't want to buy into the Frankie Smokes game, but he <laughs> took, so he took 16 shots, which uh, is wild. But look, 38 minutes, they have to play the dude. If there's no, like, yeah. they have so many guys in protocol, like Trey Burke is in protocol. All the guys that could potentially take minutes away from him in protocol. They picked up Jordan McLaughlin's brother. He went into protocol. Like, they just don't have the bodies. Yeah. Reggie Bullock is out. Hardaway is out. So, I don't want to buy into Frankie Smokes, but he is essentially free. And if he's going to play 38 minutes and take 16 shots, like, I do have moderate interest. Because even in a blowout, like, he's going to play, right? Like, yeah. it's just, he's just penciled into. 
yeah, so that's those are the value plays I would take a look at. Yep, that's fine. I think that's something to definitely take a look at here. It's it is wild how this keeps on spreading throughout the, the teams and they have yep. nobody at all. Shooting guard, Donnie Mitch is nine six, Jalen Brown at nine four, Devin Booker eighty seven hundreds, your top three guys here. I mean, is it just me or like do they just overprice Donovan Mitchell every slate? Every slate. Yeah. Why is he priced the way he's priced? I mean, he has gone for 40-plus and three or four, but, I mean, he that's like cash game play, right? He's, if he was, like, $7,600, you would he'd be in for sure. But, yeah, I agree with you. He's, we, we did get a – we haven't had the ceiling game yet, but he's sitting in that mid-45 to 48-point fantasy range for the majority of the last 10 games. So, uh, 7 of 10, basically, in, in that spot. Uh. So, he's sitting – he's basically sitting at 5X, right? So – I'm with you. I don't think you need to pay it. I mean, Jalen Brown, I think, is someone that I'm okay paying 94 for because we know that he can play with Tatum and go for 50. We just saw it against Cleveland. He has the, Those two guys sort of can be great independent of one another. So mm-hmm. Jalen in 94, I think, is fine, especially if there's enough value on the slate. Thoughts on Booker? No wind, like no Wiggins. <laughs> excuse me. No Wiggins, no Iggy. Porter, I guess, could be a, a decent defender for him, but this is uh, coming off a huge game for him against the Thunder. Yeah, I'd assume Gary Payton would go, okay. who's also a good defender, but like when Booker's going well, he's just going to score. Right. right. So 48, 56 fantasy points the last two games for him. Yeah, and, and the shot's falling. He shot 50% or better in two straight. He's hit 10 threes in two games in a row, or two games total, 24 plus in both those games. He's. He looks good right now. I'd consider him. I don't. It's not my favorite play because you know, again, I, I think he is a little too pricey, but he does. He is flashing upside, so uh, I can get behind the book and play for sure. Okay, and then it's a bunch of guys that I think are out. I mean, I, unless you're in on Burks, I don't know. Burks is seventy four. No, right? no, a little too. No, Forty eight, fifty five, smart six K, also shooting guard eligible. Uh, Cam Reddish is 54, but we don't know if he's going to be active, which will obviously impact that Atlanta rotation even more. Mm-hmm. This will probably create some value. If Reddish does play with $5,400, yes or no? I maybe like Hoarder was almost testing out a protocol, right? So like, yeah. do we expect him to test out? And then they he said, right. And then they ruled him out. No, they, no, he was the only player that they had left that could test out of protocol. And then he didn't test out of protocol. So okay. like, I thought they said like he was expected to return and then didn't. Re- like, they were saying that he could have returned and okay. then he didn't test out of protocol. So like he could obviously test out and then he's cheaper than Reddish. Not that I like think he has as much upside as Reddish does, but also I don't know. 5,400. If in, though, then you're definitely playing him, right? Yeah, then you're definitely playing. Yeah, then you're definitely playing him. Right. So, all right. So that's a good point there. I, so I thought that Hoarder was ruled out for a different reason, but I'm reading it now that you're right. You was like, was the COVID thing there? Connaughton or Grayson Allen was Allen didn't did he play last night? He 18 minutes against Dallas. Yeah, he is. Like this... He's still dealing with something. Yeah, he's still dealing with something. So I guess we have to wait and see what happens there, right? I mean, Connaughton yeah. played 30, but Allen played 38 minutes, like the two games prior before him being sick. So there's potential value there as long as Giannis out of the lineup. I can't really play Mikel Bridges. He just doesn't have enough volume to score. We talked about Bogdan already. Quentin Grimes was ruled out yesterday, wasn't he? Or did he play? No, he didn't play. He was <laughs> active, but didn't play. They didn't. So him and like Barrett, it was Barrett. Barrett was out of protocol. and then that's what, Okay, so him. that's where I'm confusing. Okay, I had Barrett and Horder flipped in my right? Yeah, Barrett. Yeah, Barrett was ruled in and then, or like 
removed from protocol and then ruled out because of conditioning. Right. Okay. That's what that was. That's what was going on in my mind there. So okay. If Barrett is in, how does that impact the Kemba, Kemba or Burks yeah. or Fournier? I mean, like he doesn't play the same position as Kemba, but like shots wise, yeah. I imagine maybe Barrett comes in and, and plays uh, or takes away some of that usage. I mean. I mean, he's that, and that's the, I think that's the problem, right? Like, what do they do with their lineup and stuff? Like, Burks is going to start. It's probably going to be Kemba, Burks. Who goes to the bench? Does Fournier go to the bench? Or do they actually take Kemba out? Or just Burks? That's because it's the first game back. True. I guess we'll have to see if, like, I just don't see Barrett going to the bench. I would suspect it'd be Burks or There's Fournier. There's no way you take Kemba off the floor. No way you take Kemba off the floor. I, I would say Burks or Fournier go to the bench. And Burks was on the bench before. And Burks so was like, on the bench before, so it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely impacts things. I think you still can play Kemba because he's not like – it's not like Kemba's 7K. He's still 61. Like, it's still very reasonable with the way he's playing. It's kind of a – they're at what time? Oh, they're the early game, so we're yeah, gonna we'll know what's going on there. Cool. There's yeah. a lot of value here. And then you talked obviously about multi-position eligibility. You've mentioned Peyton. We meant we let off the show basically joking about Sterling Brown, but thirty-nine hundred dollars back-to-back games with double doubles. Is anybody like potentially coming back for Dallas, like a Reggie or Tim Hardaway, anybody like that? Do we think could I don't could return? So I think so. I mean, they were all like just placed. Yeah, there. yeah. It's true. So the only person that would come back is Porzingis from an injury, and I think Sterling Brown would still, in that case, start. Like they could just start him at the shooting guard, but then maybe we'll see. I think he's in play regardless because they only have like six active bodies. So I think Brown's in play, but then it's like we talked about it. There are a lot of potential for the Atlanta guys. Skylar Mays, 33 minutes, 35 fantasy points. Lance Stevenson could literally start if DeLon Wright is out. He only played 11 minutes yesterday, but could we see more? Yes. So I think both those Atlanta guys, Wessa one who played 23 minutes, Sean, oh God, what a nightmare. Yeah, I guess Lance and Mays would be the two value options for me at shooting guard. I don't know if you see anything else, but I... No, they'll do the, the Lance <laughs> Christmas Day Lance Stevenson thirty yeah. minutes, you know, right? Like, oh my god! Oh man, we're gonna be there for thirty two hundred. We're gonna have to if like nobody comes back. If Hoarder's still out, if Reddish is ruled out, if Trey Young is if ruled Delon out, is ruled out, Delon Wright gets you, you ruled can out. You get point Lance. <laughs> He's literally gonna start a point guard. He had five assists against Orlando the other day. He's literally gonna start a point guard on Christmas. Oh man, this is the best Christmas slate ever. That's hilarious. All right, let's go to small forward here. Durant, obviously, we know if he's in, we like him because we talked about the uh, the the matchup here against Brooklyn. I mean, against the Lakers, that that sort of back of a back and forth that they had there with their rivalry. We talked about LeBron Tatum at ten four. Uh, where are we going there? We can. He has not looked as good as Jalen Brown, who's cheaper. So if you want to play Tatum as a contrarian play, sure, we know he has 60-point upside. Brown's just looked better, and he's $1,000 cheaper. So I'd rather go that route. I'd rather pay for LeBron. And then I'd probably just settle into this mid-tier where Middleton is, especially if there's no Giannis. So Yeah, Middleton's been good. DFS, as we keep on talking about it, man, like if everybody's out, he's playing. It's the most offensive side of DFS we've seen Mm -hmm. maybe in his career. 
right? So, probably, yeah, probably. And, and he's hitting shots. He's taking a bunch of threes. Now, again, it's Utah. Not It's not a, the best matchup, but if he draws, like, Bojan defense, I mm-hmm. feel better than being Royce O'Neal, right? So maybe you throw some darts there. You probably want... Yeah. You'd probably want like Zinger Zinger out, but if Zinger is out, maybe he gets the tougher defensive matchup there. So I don't even I don't even really know, but it's a good price. It's a good price for him. I'm I'm good with Boyan too at 5100. Yeah, nobody's gonna play him. Like yeah. he'll be he'll be like he'll be five percent maybe. He's safe. He's just a safe floor guy, right? He's gonna yeah. hit like he's gonna hit like 50 percent of his shots, and he's gonna hit some threes, and maybe he'll grab a board or two and like give you 25 fantasy points. So yep. like. It's a pretty safe floor play. But again, this tier on DraftKings, after that, like everybody's out again. So you play Otto Porter at 39, you lock and load him. You skip over Cam Johnson and act like he didn't go seven for seven from the floor last night? Like 21 actual? Like I don't know. He's coming off the bench. He has to be super efficient. He's been super efficient, but like you need him to be super efficient. No, I agree. No, I, I largely agree. And I do think we do skip over this whole tier because everyone's yeah. out and just yeah, go and to Kevin, Otto And Otto Porter is $3,900. Yep. Yep, so, not on a back-to-back. He's going to play 30 minutes. He started, so, like, they're just – he's just kind of is what it is. And it, it's funny because Draymond was talking about how he's, like, learning how to play power forward because that's where he's been playing a lot of the time. And with that, he's, like, blocking a lot of shots, and now he has seven blocks in his last two games. Like, imagine – if that continues, he's just massive amounts of value. So, yeah, yeah, I could see myself playing a lot of Otto Porter on uh, Christmas Day. Yeah, I like that. I'm not chasing the Romeo Langford game. <laughs> no, I'm running He's, as far away from I mean, like, two games. Like... But Schroeder also went, like, one for 11, and yeah. they kept Langford on the floor because he was making his shots, right? Yeah. If Schroeder makes four of 11, like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Schroeder's just going to be kept on the floor, so right. I don't think we need to go there. Are we chasing the ISO Joe game? One for one, two shots? ISO Joe, one for one. <laughs> He had the most publicity after that game of any Celtic. <laughs> they, they, they talked to like Jason Tatum after that game. They're like, oh, it's great to have like a veteran like him. You grew up watching him, can learn from him. They might keep him around just to be like the the locker room mentor, like Giannis like, Haslam. Like they may, they truly the the Celtics are so dysfunctional that like they may do that for Joe Johnson. We'll just keep him on the team to just be the locker room guy. So hilarious, which is hilarious for a guy whose nickname was ISO Joe, that he's supposed to be a team player, but you never know. Anyways, power forward position. Again, we've talked Durant, we've talked Tatum, Giannis, if he's in, of course, you would want to play him. Julius Randle against Atlanta, he's 10K, not our favorite price Uh. point. You want to play Julius Randle over on prize picks, actually, where he is 0.5 points as his Christmas promo that they're giving out there. So go do your two pick play over at Prize Pick <laughs> Alarm when you deposit there, and do take the over on the Julius Randall points. So that's what you want to go for Randall. But on a slate like this, I don't know. Would you play Randall against an Atlanta team that has no Capella, John Collins at, at power forward? Like, I guess a Gunkway could see a big minutes boost here. He did play the other night, so maybe he's kind of finally see larger minutes. But you know, it, it feels like a good Randall spot. Say I'm putting Tatum, Randall, Westbrook, and they are priced in the same tier. I'm putting them all in like this like bucket. Okay. And in this bucket, they're in this bucket because this bucket, there's no water in this bucket. Like okay. they're all like priced, they're all like floating above where they should be. And they haven't really given us anything to like be excited about lately at this price. So 
I think they're all okay. They're all like tournament pivots from the obvious spend-ups like LeBron, Curry, Harden. I think they're going to garner most ownership. So in this next tier, in this bucket, you have these three guys that have been underperforming that can go for 50, 60 fantasy points. So that's my take on Randall. I don't love it. I, I think Collins is a good defender, but he's not in foul trouble. He can give them problems. So Next tier then, you have John Collins at 78. You got Draymond at $7,300. And maybe a returning Al Horford. I guess that we'll have to wait and see uh, what goes. And Boston could definitely use Al <laughs> Horford back in that rotation for sure. Those guys are in the 7K range. I would play all of them. Honestly, I think if you're playing multiple lineups, mix and match your mix and match your exposures to all three of them. Collins, I think, is definitely in place. I've been, I've talked about ad nauseum when Trey Young's not on the floor, you play John Collins. Unfortunate foul trouble. Last night we are recording on Christmas Eve, so I'm talking about the Thursday night game. He was off to a big start, got in foul trouble, and never recovered. Draymond, the numbers suggest playing Draymond when Wiggins and Poole are off the the court. If they're off the court again. We're playing Draymond. He's a cheaper price tag. Probably the best match on the board because he's going to play mostly center. And he's I think he's still a little too quick laterally for DeAndre Ayton. And especially when Ayton has to chase him around the three-point line. And then if Horford returns, sure. I mean, again, it's been 12 days he's been out. He's older. Is there going to be a limitation? We'll have to find out. They play at 2.30. So it's something we're going to have to watch and monitor. But if he's like active and there's no limitations, then yeah, I have I have interest in uh, James, breaking news: Celtics just signed Al Farouk Aminu. So, uh, you know, congrats, congrats on Al Farouk Aminu and Norval. You're just gonna forget that they signed Norval Peel, John. They also signed Norval Peel. Wow, Maybe that so, tells so me return, Al Horford right? is definitely not returning tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, I think any of those guys in seven K tier are viable. Horford, obviously, the riskiest because all these dudes returning from the COVID protocols have been like limited and or like just active but not playing. So just monitor the news there with Horford. Yep, uh, I'm with you on that one there. Nets play, I mean, what's going on with Blake here? Is he? Do we think he's going to be active for this one or what? He's in... He's got a knee issue. I think he's in protocol. Was. I don't see anything about a COVID thing. I just see that he had a knee problem. Okay. He, he wasn't going to play against Portland, but it got postponed anyways. So... 5600 Millsap's back. I wonder how much time he'll play like what 10, 12, 14 minutes, I guess. Um sure, 5600 especially if Claxton doesn't play because then cuz Claxton's the only I guess Claxton and Blake are like the injured nets. So if Claxton doesn't play, they'll be forced to play Blake at center if they don't get guys back. So Blake has been good. He he just the it's just the price more than anything, right? Now 5600 it's like oh that's fair. Then you have sort of the value guys. Jordan Dewara did play minutes. It uh, wasn't his best game um, against Dallas. Two for six shooting. Obviously, uh, Middleton, I think, returning kind of impacted the mm-hmm. shot attempts yep. uh, that he saw. But he did get over 20 fantasy points at 5K, and he's under that now. So if, if everything stays the same in terms of their rotations, I could see a dark throw play on him if you need some value. Um I like Jay Crowder at 4,300. I know he had a really mm-hmm. bad game against the Lakers, but I think this is, again, just the price point at 4,300. He's averaging 27 fantasy points in two games against Golden State this year. So and he's a guy that can give you 25 fantasy points every now and then. So I'm good with that. We need to write a letter, I think, to Tibbs to get top in more minutes. He just likes playing the veterans a little bit, I think, too much there. I guess if Mamu is active, which he hasn't been the last two games, 
as he's dealing with an illness that's not COVID. So whatever that would be, something to pay attention to. He's $3,300. And then we mentioned already Agonku. Actually, I thought Agonku played- Yeah, 34 minutes. minutes. Yeah, I guess I, I looked at the wrong game there. He played 34. So you fire up Agonku here at 3,300. Mm-hmm. He started. Right? He started yeah, over- yeah. So I saw that he started. I just confused the games or looked at the wrong game logger. Whatever I looked at, maybe he wasn't updated because <laughs> I, I saw the 19 minutes before. Yeah. Fire away. 34, 3,300 bucks, 34 minutes against Philly. He's a good player, right? Yeah, he like, is a good player. He, you know? yeah, I mean, they took him in the first round last year. Yeah, it was, it was one of the reasons why we were sort of surprised that they they paid Capella, right? Because yep. they, they drafted him. But yeah, you go centers against the Knicks. So yeah, I like a gun quite a lot here. I would, depending on Warriors news, I know we mentioned Porter, but I would take a stab. Like if you're playing multiple lineups, JTA played 26 minutes, $3,900. He gave you 20 fantasy points, gave you 5X. And then Bielitsa, who, look, we know he only needs 22 to 25 minutes to, to explode. He got 22 minutes. He only shot three of eight, but he gave us 24 fantasy points at 3,700. Yeah. Um, I think he would be a very strong tournament play. One that I would probably have a lot of interest in at 3,700 if um, Golden State remains, you know, how they are now. And then Marquise Chris, John. I was going to say, well, let... Fouled out in 13 <laughs> minutes. He got on the floor and just chose violence. He's like, I'm going to do everything I can when I'm on the floor. Because, I mean, this is the one thing about these guys in these 10-day 10 10 day contracts they're showcasing, right? Yep. Like they're, yep. I, they want to eat. They want more. They want another contract. Dude, Chris has played two games, 16 minutes, 13 minutes. He's averaging nine and a half and six and a half points <laughs> and a half a block. Yeah. He fouled out in 13 minutes in those 13 minutes. He took 11 shots and grabbed five boards, 13 points and two steals. So he's out there to play basketball as much as he can. So it's a good match. No, if there's no Porzingis, like would they I mean, start, would they consider starting him? Like I don't know. Like like I don't know. Like sure, yeah, I would give him a, a look for sure. It's not a good matchup, but I mean the dude is going out on the floor to to put up numbers because he needs that next contract. So I'm gonna make a bold statement here, John. You ready? Slate breaker. Marquise Chris, if contingency, okay. This is there has to be a contingency here. If Chris Epsporzingis does not play, Marquise Chris is in the Millie Maker winning lineup. <laughs> okay. Bold, bold. We're, look, you want bold? This is bold. Marquise Chris is in the winning lineup if contingency. Chris Epsporzingis does not play. All right. Uh, it's it's here. <laughs> we got a time. It's so. on record. It is literally. On- All right. Go to center. Rudy Gobert against Dallas yeah. is obviously an elite yep. play. Yep. Uh, eight against Golden State. Been a State. monster, by the way. Gobert has been a freaking yeah. monster. Yeah. I mean, Allison, I I wrote him up against Washington and Charlotte. He got through for forty-seven fifty-five. I didn't really, we talked about him, but I didn't really give him a look against Minnesota, and that was my mistake, right? 54 fantasy points, over and over 50, and three of the last five, 47 fantasy points against Washington, 42 against San Antonio, the only two games where he didn't in that range. I mean, yes, uh, he is. he has been unbelievable, and incredibly just the rebounding numbers are just insane. Yeah. And this is an elite spot. We love centers against Dallas, so uh, $9,200 there. I don't mind Aiden. I know Draymond's a tough matchup, but he is averaging 23 and eight mm-hmm. against Golden State in two games. I think Booker wasn't in one of those games, right? So um, I think he missed. I almost want to say he missed both. He played and... one, but he maybe he got hurt in one of those. He only played 15 minutes, so maybe he got hurt in that first Warriors game, and that's he didn't play the second one. So okay, something to at least note there. But you know, we do like that spot for him. 
We've talked Collins. We've talked Green. Uh, Rob Will? Yeah. There's no first back? I mean, Rob Will's 53. Offense, can, offense running through Rob Will or what, John? Seven assists? 10 of 12. Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, he's a good guy. Yeah, Lob City where Rob Will. Can <laughs> the new Lob City. Uh, we have a questionable on LMA, but, I mean, we'll see what happens with that one, obviously. Uh, same with Blake Cousins. Well, 28 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he played back-to-backs. Like, John, this is becoming interesting because if Boogies becomes good, and they're, like, kind of, like, they won two in a row and against crappy opponents, but, like, if, like, Lopez comes back, like, if Boogie keeps playing this way, like, how do you not just, like, keep letting him play? Yeah. I mean, if he's, he can't defend, so, like, this ultimate, but, like, they have Giannis to make up for a lot of that, <laughs> like, Holiday's a good defender. Middleton's like they have a really good defense. Like they could probably afford to like. I, I'm just saying. I'm throwing. I know it's like not what relevant to tomorrow, but I mean if he keeps playing well. Yeah. Listen, we saw flashes of it last year with Houston, where he would get the run, he put up good numbers, and he kind of trailed off a little bit there. But yeah, right now, I mean they need him, so he's playing really well. I just I re, I just noticed this now. I remember hearing it this morning, but for Enos Freedom Scanter or whatever, he's out. So, like, even, I mean, uh, who's the backup? Fo- Bruno, Bruno, Bruno Fernando. Fernando. Yeah, it's going to be Bruno Fernando. I mean, Rob Will is not one to avoid foul trouble. Again, I'm not out here to recommend a Bruno Fernando play, but if you want to get crazy on a, on a Christmas <laughs> slate. I think, there's, I think there's a lot of value that we don't need to play Bruno Fernando, but I get, like, I know what you're saying. Like, we could play Whiteside in a potential blowout scenario. Yeah. If he gets 20 minutes, he'll go like he'll give us like 40 fancy points. Right. I'm I'm just thinking. I'm just trying to figure out who would play center for Boston. If Horford doesn't come back, they don't Norval, have Grant Norval, Williams. Norval Peel. Yeah. If yeah, but he would have to clear, right? He's not gonna clear in time. They have eight. Yeah. Two big men. Shams reported two. They're both reporting to the Celtics. So I guess he just has to, as long as they clear protocol by Christmas by 2:30 tomorrow, they're good. Because that's they- been happening. Like they. People are getting rolled out and like flying guys from the G League like day up. They have like a full day advantage like of bringing. And I think that doesn't that make it seem like they're not going to be back. Like Grant and Al Horford aren't going to be back right. because like I don't think they would sign these guys if they. Bruno were. has played the last two games, so. I mean, you can look. I'm not like saying. And it's when a I bad, say has played, he's played nine total minutes. But I mean, like, been on the floor. Then on the floor, yeah. So, like, conditioning-wise, he maybe he's been practicing with them at least. Right. I don't know. Again, we're wasting too much air talking about Bruno Fernando, but, like, I just want to throw out the potential that Rob Williams is someone that does occasionally get himself in foul trouble, and they have no other big bodies except for Bruno Fernando. So, if you're playing 20 lineups, if you're playing 50 lineups in the Minimax, James, maybe you have one one Bruno Fernando just in case because it will only be you for Absolute. Shit. Dwight Howard played 21 minutes over DeAndre Jordan, by the way. Uh, sure. So 40. He's a little too expensive though. 4800. I don't. I don't love that. I'd rather. Do they keep like, Looney on the floor to match up with Aiton at all? Do you think? They don't. I don't think they like. Like he's only averaged 16 minutes against them. That's like they're true. just comfortable with Draymond against whoever. Like that's how good he's been defensively this year. That's how good he's just been in general. Like they're okay with just using Draymond. Draymond's averaged 40 fantasy points against. Phoenix this year. I just want to point that out. Yeah, no, he's been good. And, and I'll just backtrack a little bit here again because I Agunku's thirty three hundred. Yeah, right? yeah. He's you know you're playing, you're gonna play him. So yeah, with everyone out, that's yeah, that is your easy punt of the day. Easy yeah. punt of the day. What's this Jericho? He's, I think Nerlens is out. So 
they started Mitch Robb, who can't start, by the way. So I don't know why they thought about doing that. Like, he he can't start. So they gave Jericho Sims the backup run, and he was decent. But, you know. 20 minutes in two of the last three. Yeah, I, I guess if Nerlens is out. And he still played 20 minutes with Toppin back, too. So it didn't really impact his run. They didn't play Taj. They played Taj just seven minutes, thankfully. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to get crazy, Jericho Sims is definitely getting crazy because Ngonku is $300 more, but again. Yeah, no, it's true. I keep mentioning other bad centers who's play Ngonku, so. All right, so that's going to wrap up our look here at the Christmas Day. We are doing the uh, freemium day, by the way, James. Freemium, sure. John. Can you, can you uh, would elaborate? Can you? Yeah, so Christmas Day. Merry Christmas present from Fantasy Alarm Nation here. You will have access, if you're listening to this podcast and not yet a subscriber, uh, you will have access to the day's content for free. A uh, preview of what we offer every other day of the week. Uh, lineup generator, I believe you'll have access to the playbook, the coaches, or, or sorry, the value vault, the starting five video, uh, all of that will be available to you. If you wanted to join the Discord, that is still uh, a premium, but if you maybe threw some general questions at us, we may even answer them th- th- today as well. So uh, if you're in there, if you're listening and not yet a subscriber, this is your chance to check out what we put out for each day and uh, you know, give you an idea of how we're winning over here. So uh, I'll give you an opportunity to uh, join uh, the family for the rest of the season. That goes for both NFL and NBA for Christmas Day. So Howard's NFL playbook on Saturday uh, for two games will also be available to you all to try out and check it out. So uh, be sure to uh, get in uh, and start winning with us here. I'll be on the James. I think you're on the Valley Vault. Yep, Valley Vault. So we'll have all that content available for you. And that's about it. So James, any final thoughts for everybody? I love the, the phrase freemium. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's an industry term. It is what it is. Yeah, it's free. We're not charging for it, uh, but it is a premium product generally. So. Yeah, that's good. No, I got it. that's that's great. Yeah, I'm all in. Amen. So with that wraps it up. If you have any questions, get us in Discord or get us on Twitter. James and I are available to you guys, and hopefully we uh we all make some money here on Christmas Day. That'll be great. Merry, Merry Christmas. See you guys later.